This episode of the I Am Desert Show is brought to you by United Airlines. United Airlines, connecting people, connecting the world. Small business owners wondering how you can have a sponsored segment here on the I Am Desert Show? It's as simple as emailing us. Email us at info at That's info at nullsmedia.com, and we'll send you some information to get you all set up. It's easy, fast, and affordable to advertise here on the I Am Desert Show. Send us an email, info at nullsmedia.com. Welcome back to the I Am Desert Show. I am Desert, your host on today's show. This show is all for the entrepreneurs. We're talking about having an entrepreneur mindset. My special guest is Pastor Julian Robinson. Pastor Robinson is the pastor of the Empowerment Church in the Woodlands, Texas. And he also is an entrepreneur himself. And he spends a portion of his time going around and empowering other entrepreneurs. Pastor Robinson, are you there? Yes, sir. How's it going tonight? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. No complaints. No complaints at all. Thank you for agreeing to join me on the show. Um, I know we talked some time ago about you uh, appearing on the show, and I'm, I'm thankful that we finally get this opportunity to, to have this conversation. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Um, Pastor Robinson, for those of you who don't know, is is right in the midst of a series of workshops that he's having in the Houston, Texas area. Uh, but but he's uh, if you're not in Houston, I know a lot of you are listening um, everywhere. But uh, these classes will soon be offered online as well. We'll talk uh, some about that a little bit later in the show. But Pastor Robinson is in the middle of a series of workshops that are targeted at the entrepreneur. And those of you who have been listening to this show, you know that we've talked a lot this season about being an entrepreneur and some different mindsets and some different uh, schools of thought that you need to be in in order to be an entrepreneur. So Pastor Robinson, let's jump right into it. It's easier said than done to say, I wanna start my own business. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people feel like that, you know, especially now with social media being um, such in the forefront, a lot of people think that, you know, all, all I have to do is post something or they, they fall for the, the images that they see on the social media, Facebook, that this person made this amount of money, this person is living this type of lifestyle. And so they think that automatically, you know, this is something that's going to happen and boom, overnight, I'm going to be this instant success. <laughs> so, it, but it takes work and it takes a lot of perseverance and consistency. 
not know not knowing and they do so i totally agree with you but they do so uh not knowing that people post what they want you to see absolutely <laughs> so they yeah. post naturally they post uh the triumphs but nobody really really um post you know the 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 events that you put on that nobody shows up at or the store that you opened and nobody rushes in there to shop at it. Nobody posts that, but they don't understand that in order for you to be an entrepreneur, there is a certain mindset that you have to have. Talk to us a little bit about that mindset. Okay. Yeah, there's a very, very uh, true. And that's really where it starts. It starts really in the mind, having your mind changed uh, from um, an employee mindset to a business mindset now a lot of times because of the way we were reared in school especially those who go to college and uh, get your academic learning a lot of times we are conditioned to okay go to college uh, so you can get a good job and you can you know, take care of your family and so you have this from all the way from grade school really you have this mindset of being an employee you're framed to work for an employer you're framed to uh, go after the best benefits you know negotiate a salary and, and those types of things. And so you're, you're trained to have all these things and pieces already set for you. And all you got to do is go in there and just rock a good interview. And then as soon as you get the interview, boom, you have a job and you're on your way. Well, uh, the difference with the mindset of an entrepreneur is, is that the business is on you and, and you created from the ground up. Um, it, it, it rises and falls on you and you have to find out the best plan for yourself in regards to, starting and, and maintaining a business, um, making sure that you, you have the right product or service, making sure that the persons that you're going after is the right market, doing market analysis and those types of things. It's just, it's just, it's just a changing of the mind. Um, you're no longer an employee. Now you are the employer or you are the business. And so just switching gears and not having the safety net of a, a monthly or, or bi-monthly or bi-weekly or weekly salary, um, knowing that, hey, it's all on you. It's, it's a make it or break it. You have those highs and lows. You have those those months where you have signature months where you're making a lot, a lot of money. And then another, the very next month, it could go down, <laughs> having to make sure that you market all the time. It's just, it's just a different mindset uh, when it comes to, you, you have to have the mindset and the stomach to continue to endure. And and what, what I want to say about mindset, one of the biggest things to me when it comes to mindset of an entrepreneur is being able to see a need, being able to understand that uh, most entrepreneurs, they're able to see, successful entrepreneurs, let me say that, are able to see a need and feel that need. And usually feeling that need revolves around some type of business. Because if there's no need or there's no void to feel, uh, then there, there really is no business for you. You can have a great product, you can have a great service, but if you don't have, if you're not meeting a need or filling a void, uh, that's, then you're just, you know, kind of spinning your wheels. And so the mindset really is trying to figure out how I can meet a need and build a business around fulfilling that need. We learned the economics in school. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's one of the biggest things that I I, I want to point out. I want to make sure people are hearing what you're saying because that's one of the biggest mistakes that I believe that entrepreneurs make is we we tend to focus on. Of course, you know you want to focus on something that you're passionate about, but you want to mm -hmm. make sure that what you're selling, the product or service that you have, is something that people need. 
And so right. uh, that that that's going to come out of thought. So there's going to, you know, there needs to be a thought process to you formulating and calculating and coming up with what your business and what your product is. But first and foremost, you want to make it something that people need. Otherwise, they won't buy it. Yes, because see, the thing is, and, and we and we have been made to think here lately that passion equals business. <laughs> I can follow my passion, and whatever my passion is, I can build a business around my passion. And that's not necessarily true. Now, it is true that you need to have some type of connection with whatever business you create. But uh, saying that your passion all the time can def definitely build a business around your passion is not always the case. Because there has to be a market for it. There has to be there has to be some type of void that you're feeling, a need that you're feeling. And so mm -hmm. you have to line your passion up with that void that you're feeling for the long haul. But now I, I believe I, now I believe passion yeah. will help you to grow a business, but I don't believe that yeah. passion alone will build a business. Right. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly what I'm saying. It, it, need, it needs to be more than passion. You need the, the passion, like I say, pushes it. So those so you can go through those highs and lows, those ups and downs. Uh, during times, you know, but passion alone is, is not enough if the market, if there's no market there for it. Now, when you, when you, uh, I think another important point that we have to make is when you're in, when you have the entrepreneur mindset, when you're starting your own business, something else that people don't necessarily think about um, is likability. People buy things from people that they like. Mm-hmm. You want to expound on that a little bit? Uh, yeah, and, and let me let me broaden it just a little bit. Um, people buy things from people they know, like, and trust. And they, that people they know, like, and trust. They have to like you, know you a little bit, trust you a little bit in order to buy in to what you are selling. Okay, so there is a there is a, a initial barrier between you and the person you're trying to sell to because they've never purchased anything from you, especially if you're dealing with inside of a cold market. There's always a barrier there because they've never, they never bought anything from you. So just, just that initial emotional attachment that they have to their finances, just giving that over to you, it takes a certain amount of connection with you in order to do that. And that's what that likability, that trust, that knowing you, uh, when they've never met you before, or they are this first time meeting you, or whatever, first time getting to know you, that you have to break that barrier. And so, um, it takes it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of finesse, like a lot of like a lot of likability in order to break that barrier. But once you break that barrier, though, then you move that person from a cold market um, to a warm market, and then that's where you're, you can actually begin to um, kind of resell them and upsell them then. But you have to first break that barrier. Of, of them liking you, trusting you, knowing you, being comfortable with you. So that's definitely a, a, a big factor. And, and that's one thing I will say that social media helps with too, because if you're posting um, videos about yourself, thoughts about yourself, uh, people are able to see what you are already talking about and discussing, they kind of feel like they are getting to know you. And you, so you kind of capture, you kind of capture their thoughts in their minds. Uh, with with those things so you and so when they do begin to meet you or finally get a chance to purchase from you they're like look i, I like him or i like her i think i think they're a cool person so i'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna try them out you know it's, it's just like i think celebrities have it best with this because you just take take case in point uh, you have will smith now everybody thinks they know will smith everybody thinks they know fresh prince why because you see fresh prince of bella 
Why? Because you know about the music. Why? Because you know about the movies. You hear, you see their children. You see Jada. You see all these different things. So when you see Will Smith on the street, you already have this likableness and this knowableness that you think you have about it, whether it's true or not. So if Will says, okay, um, we're gonna go ahead and just start this business, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna sell these, uh, this water or these books or whatever they decide to sell, people are already buying into it because they feel like they already know you. And, and, and so like they let celebrities have it best. But if you're not a celebrity and you're trying to break into a market, people got to get to know you. They got to get to, they have to like you. So they're not, they're not gonna purchase. So, but as I say, social media helps with that, especially with things like YouTube and Facebook Live, they work well. They do. And, and uh, I think it's important to, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to plan an episode um, that deals directly with social media, that talks about social media to kind of help entrepreneurs uh, budding entrepreneurs, beginning entrepreneurs to understand um, what they should be posting uh, mm-hmm. on social media, what they should be sharing on social media, on social media as it relates to their business. Um, but I want to switch gears here a little bit. And uh, because you are a pastor, because you are a preacher, um, talk about how the intersection of faith and entrepreneurship, how they cross and meet. Okay, awesome. Awesome, sure. Um, now, this is my philosophy based upon what I've studied and read in the Bible. We have scripture that tells us um, that in, in Deuteronomy, it says to us that God has given you the ability to create wealth. And um, in the New Living Translation, it says you're giving you the ability to be successful. And I take that and I pick up the other things, scriptures in Colossians, it also tells us about uh, the fact that, that whatever we do, we do it as unto the Lord. So I combine those scriptures and I combine my, my business acumen and I begin to think about this and I say, you know, we're talking about filling a need. Well, to me, that sounds like ministry because in ministry, uh, there, is, there is no ministry without fulfilling a need. Ministry basically is seeing a need and meeting it. So when I look at this, I say, you know, entrepreneurship is a type of ministry. So because we're seeing a need, God has given us a talent. He's given us a, an awareness or a vision about something that we see, a need that we see that someone else may not have saw, uh, a need that we see that God has given us the ability to feel. And so when we begin to work inside of that, God blesses us and say, well, okay, I can meet this need, but I can also build a business around this. And so now I can feel the need as well as uh, minister because I have the right heart. I have the heart of God. And since God has allowed me to unlock my mind to see this, my entrepreneurship mindset, my business I'm creating now has become my full-time ministry. And it's not, it's not about the pulpit uh, necessarily. It's not about, um, you know, going and shouting out scriptures or anything like that. No, it's just simply because I am a believer and I saw a need. And so now I'm working in ministry as an entrepreneur. To me, that is an awesome thing because if you, you're already a believer and, and God has opened your mind up to see a need and feel it, Oh, that's that is that's ministry at its best to me in my mind as I see that. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing, nothing, nothing better than operating in that vein, especially when uh, it's an area that, uh, for those of you of faith, the area that God has gifted you in. If you're operating in that, there's no better place to be than where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Very true. And, and and let me say this too, um, because we talk about ministry. How, this is how you know that you really are being effective in ministry, um, in business, whatever. 
is it, if, it, if it's not just you giving, it's also you being fulfilled in your giving. You're, you're fulfilled in your, your ministry. You're fulfilled in your entrepreneurship. If, if it's fulfilling you all automatically and that you're still being a service, you know you're in the right bank. Because now God has blessed you to, to be able to fill a void, to meet a need, to be fulfilled, and to get paid for doing it. Oh, you, I mean, you, as they say in, in uh, the country, you're in hog heaven <laughs> because now you have put yourself <laughs> in a position to where <laughs> you're able to do all of this and still, and still, and still uh, get paid for it. Some people that get that. I love it to hear the story about people who actually find their bank and they're able to, to rock it and be able to get paid for it. And they, they, they hardly ever get tired. They never get burned out because they're, they're actually moving in an area that's fulfilling them. And they also get paid for it. Man, there's no, there's no greater high than that to me. No greater high. Yeah. I, I think, I think and it's, it's important to understand a part of that mindset is not being afraid to find um, your niche. You know, find, find right. your area that you operate well that, you know, and understand that there is a customer out there for you. There is yeah. a market out there for you. Um, yeah. And Sometimes you have to understand that you have to create that. Uh, I hear people talking all the time about um, I got to go out and, and I got to go out and get these clients, you know, and I heard someone say something on another uh, podcast that I was listening to the other day. They said, no, you're, you're thinking about it all wrong. You're thinking about going out and getting clients. What you should be thinking about is how can I create the client that I want? Mm. So the client that you want may not even exist. You may have to go out and create the client because there's people that are out there that don't necessarily know that they need your product, but you've got to convince them that they need it and create them to be a part of your organization or create them to, to, to become your customer, in other words. Oh, absolutely. And, and Steve Jobs is one of the greatest examples of that um, in, in our lifetime because he created products inside of Apple that, let's be honest, we don't need that stuff. We don't, you know, you don't really necessarily need all, you don't need, people stand in line for hours to get a new product, a new, the newest iPhone, iPad, I whatever, um, when it really doesn't have that many more capabilities than the one he had before. But yeah. he created, he created, a, he created, I want to say it like this. Most entrepreneurs, basically 90%, 90 to 95% of entrepreneurs basically see a need and they feel it. Okay, but then you have that five percent or the ten percent out there, and these usually are the billionaires that create a new capability, and they make you want it so bad that you have to have it. So what Steve Jobs did, he said, "Well, I'm gonna. I see the issue that I need to resolve for myself, and now I so after he resolved the issue for himself, he's like, wait a minute, there are a lot of other people who uh, need to this same issue resolved, and they may not know it yet, but I'm gonna put it out here on the market." And have the owner say, "Hey, I fixed the problem that you didn't know you had." And so now, boom! And so he created this monster of a company that everybody's flooding in to buy his products. But you don't you don't necessarily need the stuff. But he's able to be such an innovator, and that's that. And that's where where we all of us as entrepreneurs would really try to reach. We like to get to the place to where we move beyond just starting and just meeting needs that need us need, but we actually become innovators. And so we're pushing technology forward. We're pushing um, the next batch of things forward. So now, now we're moving beyond. So now we're trendsetters instead of just following the trend, which we're setting the trend. 
Yeah, that's now that's that is that is the ultimate high <laughs> for real. Well, you know, uh, I, you spoke about Steve Jobs and you, you spoke about Apple products that that we may or may not need. I, I you know, I'm Apple Stylic over here, so every <laughs> Apple product I have, <laughs> every <laughs> Apple product I have over here, I need. And I use because I'm apostolic. You can't convince me that I don't need all these Apple products that I'm sitting here looking at. Um, Steve Jobs did that to you. He did. He did it to you. He, he did it to you without you. Without he you. created me as a client. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and now exactly. I now I don't I don't I don't understand any any type of way. Now for my Android people that are listening, because I see you when I look at my analytics, I see the Android people, so I know you guys are listening. No, no harm, no foul. Continue listening to the show. Thank you. But just know that I am apostolic over here. <laughs> and see, I'm Android all day. Yes, sir. I, yes, I'm, sir. I'm I, I, I know when, when I when I text you from time to time, I see that green. I say, man, I wish I could convert this guy, but I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I just haven't been able to do of, it. I'm part of the resistance. I'm part of the resistance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um. So, so we talked about faith. We've talked about the, you know, the likability aspect. What else is it that you, if you had five minutes with an entrepreneur, give me three quick things that you would have every entrepreneur to know. Okay. Um, one is, okay, I know you, you saw the need out there and you want to feel it. One, one, one thing I would say is, does your idea to meet this need, do you fit the idea? Do you, do you fit the idea? Do you fit the business? Like I'm saying, if it is no, there's no use in you saying, well, we need a bakery over here uh, because there are no bakeries, but you, you're not, you're not the, the best cook or you don't, you don't enjoy any, anything about the business at all. You know, you, you have to fit the idea. If you want, you want to be a, a fitness trainer, but you yourself is not into fitness at all. You have to fit the idea. And so that was one thing I would say, uh, number one, uh, you need to fit the idea. Um, number two is entrepreneurship takes a lot of sacrifice on your part. And you have to make sure that you are ready to sacrifice your time, sacrifice your money, sacrifice um, maybe some things that you would like to do with your family. Your family needs to be on board with you, especially if you're just starting out, if you have a family. You need to make sure that you're willing and able uh, to sacrifice, and they're and they're on board with the sacrifice that you're making. Because like I say, there's going to be some times going to be lean times. There's going to be a, a times of abundance. You have to be able to fluctuate through those times because if your family's not on board with you, or, or your finances, or your time, your issues, or whatever. If you're not able to sacrifice, it's going to cause a huge, huge problem in your life, and that's not something that you want. So those conversations and those communications need to be there when it comes to sacrificing. Um, number three is this, and I, and I stress this really tough. Um, you need a team. And when I say team, I know that a lot of times when we begin to start a business as an entrepreneur, um, we start by ourselves. We become what we call solopreneurs. We start off as doing, we're doing everything ourselves. We're making the phone calls. We're working on the website. We're working on the product or service that we're rendering and all those, those things. But as soon as you can, you need to get you a team. When I say team, I'm talking about, talking about um, like graphic designer, web developer, a good attorney, a good CPA, um, an advisor, 
mentor, those all those people are part of your team because in order for you to have a business that you want to be sustainable, not just something that you want to have as a hobby, but as a sustainable business, you're going to have to have a team around you. And your team can be employees eventually. And your, your team can be whatever you want it to be, but you need to have a team around you that's going to support you and, and, and give you the undergirding that you need and the information that you need because you cannot be a one for all or one one person, one man show of, or one woman show of for the whole duration of your business. That is, is not going to help you sustain. It's not going to help you move forward. So teamwork to me is, is a big thing as well. Okay, great. All right. So I have four courses, uh, four, four classes. They're uh, actually a part of a full entrepreneurship course that I'm creating. Uh, one of the classes is called the overall entrepreneurship mindset. Uh, the second class is, is the legal formation class. And uh, the mindset class, let me go back for a second. The mindset class actually gives you a good overview and gives you kind of what we talked about tonight uh, on, on a deeper level where we actually deal with the mindset you need, the type of things you need to be thinking about even before you start the business, you're thinking about starting the business, uh, we want to make sure that you have the proper things in place in your mind, in your heart. So before you get you even get started, you're thinking about certain things you may have not thought about before. So I, I dig deep on, on just the mindset. I, I, I do a solid teaching on developing your mindset as an entrepreneur. Uh, the next class uh, is the legal formation class. And inside of the legal formation class, you know that there are different types of ways you can build, you can start your business. You know, um, these uh, sole uh, partnership, the LLC, the LLP, S Corp, C Corp, all the different things that you have uh, as far as forming your business. Also, we, we want to make sure that you uh, have a good grasp on how to build your business legally. And so we deal with contracts and we deal with agreements. Uh, we, we deal with patents and copywriting. All of that would be part of the legal formation course. Um, the third course uh, is financial planning. Now, someone asked me the other day, they said, well, can, how can you start a business with no money? I said, no, you can't because, I, because you need some type of, form of money to have a business and, ha and have it done properly. So we actually go through a course and give you different areas where you can go and get financing for your business, whether it's from your personal savings, whether it's from borrowing money from a friend, whether it's... Um, getting a loan or uh, different forms of uh, angel investor, however you want to do do it. We go uh, in deep in detail about how to actually fund your business as well as talking to you about how you should handle your tax issues and how you should um, have your financial documents. You know, you need three major financial documents, your cash flow, balance sheet, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, income statement. So we go into detail about how you, those should be set up inside of your business. And, how, and so when you edit to get funding, you have all those things together. Um, and then like the fourth piece is we, I come back and I talk about small business marketing. And when we deal with marketing, I go very detailed to the point to where I actually help you create a, a customer avatar to where you know you name the, the customer. You talk about where the customer lives, how many, how many children the customer may have, 
the, their habits and all that kind of stuff. We deal deeply with actually marketing to your customer to make sure that you have a good plan on how you're going to go after your customer base and your market. So those are the four parts of the course um, that, that we have. Now, we just completed one course on Sunday. And so that course for the entrepreneurship mindset will be available at the end of September. The legal formation course and the financial course that we're doing will be held in September. One is on September 8th, one is on September 15th. Um, and then the business, small business marketing course will be held actually in October. And you can find all these courses on my website at uh, pastorjulian.com. You can go to pastorjulian.com and click on workshops. You'll see all those courses listed there at the times and places where you can go and get signed up and uh, get, get to those courses. And soon after this, by the time we finish with the entire package, we're also going to have all of these things actually online for you. So you can actually go at any time, uh, day or night, and actually log on and see all these courses available to you. We plan to have the entire package available to you by, um, by mid-November. I mean November, but so so we'll have two options for you. We have the the live in person training, which we're doing in September and October, and then of course in November we have the full full four part course set up for you online to be able to get access to it anytime. So that's how we're doing that. Yep. Okay, awesome. Uh, again, it's pastorjulian.com. Go www.pastorjulian.com. You'll be able to find all this information about me. Um, then you can also find me on Facebook. On uh, Facebook, I'm at, I'm going, I think Facebook is uh, Empowered Pastor on Facebook, at Empowered Pastor on Facebook, as well as Instagram. You'll find me at Empowered Pastor. Twitter, Empowered Pastor. And on LinkedIn, you'll find me as, I believe, Sir Julian. On LinkedIn, any of those any of those places, you'll see me, and it also routes you right back to my website at pastorjulian.com. And I, I do want to add one more thing because I'm also in the process of creating a sermon preparation outlining course that will be available at the end of the year. Um, at the end of this year, I will be celebrating 20 years in ministry. So all next year in 2020, I'll be celebrating 20 years in ministry. And this course will be a set up as, as kind of a, a, a prelude to how I prep my sermon. I cr created a process to where I used it that's very effective, uh, very, very quick and easy process to use to help out, outline sermons. I found out that a lot of preachers, a lot of pastors, especially if they're bivocational like I am, uh, sometimes they may struggle with their sermon preparation, and I struggled with mine. Struggled with mine for a little while until I actually found a process that really worked for me well. And so I, I'm, I packaged that and outlined it and, and built a framework around how to build effective sermons that actually connect every time. Um, so I'm packaging up. Going to sell this. It's going to be available for my 2020 year of ministry. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Make sure you're following the I Am Desert Show on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, just simply search I Am Desra. On Facebook, search for the I Am Desra Show. There you can leave us your questions, comments, and suggestions. And we'll get back to you. Thanks for listening to the I Am Desra Show. This episode of the I Am Desra Show is brought to you by United Airlines. United Airlines, connecting people, connecting the world.